0: Light that, Sparkfire Nation, JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to become more confident and to drop these value bombs. I have brought none other than my other half, Kate Lynn Erickson. She is going to drop value bombs. She's going to share some stories she's never shared before publicly about her early days at EO Fire, but even those days preceding that and how she made the decision to make the shift from the nine to five into becoming an entrepreneur on fire. So Fire Nation, confidence is something we all struggle with. Listen to these words by Kate. I share a couple cool stories as well. And we'll dive in as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Cut to the chase with Capterra, the website millions of people use monthly to find the right software for their business. Just visit capterra.com slash fire. That's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash fire fire nation are you ready to think like an expert we are hosting our first ever challenge to help you feel confident attract the best customers and make serious bank and the party starts on february 19th fire nation we're going to blow your mind so make sure to claim your spot today at eofire.com slash challenge that's eofire.com slash challenge Kate, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: What's up, Fire Nation? So excited to be on the mic today on a non-income report of episode. <laughs> uh, something interesting about myself that most people probably don't know is that I was a triathlete all throughout high school.
0: You know, that's pretty awesome because it takes a lot of skills to uh, be a triathlete. You can't just be good at one thing. So So of those three things, what was your best?
1: I was best at volleyball. I wish I could say basketball, but I wasn't. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, let's be honest.
0: (laughs) Well, Fire Nation, as Kate quickly alluded to, you know, this is actually the first time in over 2,400 episodes that she has joined me on Entrepreneurs on Fire on a non-income report episode. So today is just myself it's just Kate. There's no lawyers. There's no accountants. There's no talking about dollars and cents that we made last month. It's just talking about how you can be more confident. This is something that, you know, both Kate and I have experienced over the years for sure. You know, for me Things go way back to the time I was an I was an officer in Austin, the U.S. Army, which we'll get into a little bit today. For Kate, you know, she has a completely different story about how she evolved into a more confident entrepreneur, a more confident woman, a more confident person on stage, and everything in between. So let's not waste any time, Kate, because I just want to start talking with you about this journey that you know Fire Nation probably has heard bits and snippets of over the years through the income reports, and of course, listening to your podcast, Kate's take or Ditch Busy, one of the two or both. And I just want to hand it over to you so you can kind of break down what the role of confidence has played on your journey, you know, all the way from your early days in a cubicle to now where you are standing here today as an entrepreneur on fire.
1: Maybe something else that Fire Nation does not know about me is that I was like corporate all the way through and through. I mean, I went to college, I graduated, I was looking for that job that matched my degree and I was going to climb the corporate ladder and I spent a lot of years sitting behind a desk because I didn't know that there were any other options and you know when I look back at my time in a cubicle cuz I literally was in a cubicle um it was you know, a time in my life that I didn't recognize it then, but I was playing so small because I was scared to take risks. And I was afraid of anything that I didn't understand or even know about. Like I I couldn't even get to the place where I wanted to go find out what else might be out there. I was just like, this is the way it is. And so I guess this is my life. And, You know, looking back on that, I mean, confidence has played such a huge role on my journey. It's really been everything for me because, you know, even if you, Fire Nation, tuning in, if you think about how many times in your life you've not done something that you truly wanted to do because of fear or doubt or not wanting to fail, like, I know for me, there have been so many of those situations and standing where I am right now, I can say with 100% confidence that when we live life like that, we take away so many opportunities for growth and learning and experience. And for me, really like true happiness. I mean, living a life uh, and comparing where I'm at right now, where I approach opportunities with confidence versus, you know, maybe 10 years ago when I was sitting in that cubicle and I was approaching pretty much every opportunity with fear. You know, it's the difference between, again, playing super small, hiding, having zero impact, and then living this big life and putting myself out there and, you know, being nervous and having butterflies, but being able to create a huge impact.
0: Now, going back to a couple conversations that we had in 2011 and 2012, when I was... T- talking to you and sharing my ideas for entrepreneurs on fire and the fact that I wanted to launch this, which you were always very supportive of. And, you know, I went ahead and launched it. And then just a couple months after that, I was like, wow, like there's kind of a lot going on in this business and a lot of things to handle, like with emails and social medias and CRMs and all these different things. Kate what do you think about coming on board and basically being you know my partner in this as we can and we can grow this thing together because obviously I knew that you were crushing at your job you were loved by your bosses you were loved by your peers and people that worked with you and all these different things so I I knew you you had this incredible skill set and all this ability and, you know, it was just in my mind, I was so like going down that path of being an entrepreneur is everything because, you know, I've just become one and I'm re- reading and listening about everybody that's having all this success. So I was just like, oh, what if Kate just took all of that greatness that she's putting into, you know, this corporate job and puts it into being an entrepreneur and growing our business? How amazing would that be? And, you know, like, spoiler alert, like she said, no, the first time. And then six months later, fast forward, I was finally able to convince her to come on board to the team. But maybe talk about those two different scenarios and what why you didn't have the confidence to join just a couple months in to Entrepreneurs on Fire, but then why six or eight months later when you did join, you did have that confidence.
1: Right. So, I mean, so much of it in the very beginning when I first was thinking like, you know, I don't really know if this is the right choice or if we're making the right decision by me coming on the team. Like, you know, there was a couple different things that were driving those feelings. One of them being that we were in a pretty new relationship and I didn't want joining the team to affect our, like how our personal relationship was growing. Um, like unknown to me that it was going to, I think, help it grow so much faster. And now I can't picture our personal relationship without the connection that we have in our business as well. I think it's made it so much stronger and 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 beautiful. Um, but for me, a lot of it was Wow, John's so brave and you know he he's got it together and he has so much confidence that he's gone out and he's done this and like who am I to fill this role? I mean, who am I to what skills do I have that are going to be able to make the type of impact that I know that I knew you were on a mission to make, you know? I had so much fun and got so fired up when you and I would sit down and talk about your vision and your mission for entrepreneurs on fire but when it came down to me seeing myself in a role that was helping drive that impact like the imposter syndrome just kicked in in such a big way and i think that you know a lot of that is what was holding me back from taking that on like what what if i disappoint you what if i can't fill the shoes that you saw me filling and even though i knew that i had those skills i don't actually think that i was using that as a way to push me forward. And, you know, when we did sit down and start to have those conversations about what would my role look like and how do you see me helping drive this business forward, so much of it was your support and your confidence in me. And, you know, having that support around you, having people who are saying like, no, you would be amazing at this. Otherwise, I literally wouldn't have even come to you and ask you in the first place. But I was missing that. Like, I didn't see it myself, but you saw it in me. And once we started having those conversations where you would, you know, give me like a concrete example of, no, Kate, if we start this mastermind, Fire Nation Elite I see you being such an amazing leader in the community. And without that, you know, we can't really have a mastermind that flourishes because we need that platform for people to connect and support and be encouraged. And I know that you'd be amazing at that. So it was, it was almost that confidence that you helped me, you helped me see those skills and how they would add to it. That finally got me to a place where I was like, okay, if John believes that I can do this. I can do this.
0: And Fire Nation, this is why I want to be so clear about how supportive words and supportive actions are critical for your significant other, for your partner, for your business, for people on your team. Like, you need to be supportive and confident and positive with them. Because guess what? They can grow into what you're painting a picture for them. And this is a super random example, but I'm going to bring it up because this is exactly what came up for me when Kate was talking about you know me being supportive of her and having all this confidence in her, which I did. But I'll never forget is I'm on the beach. I'm like seven or eight years old and I'm on the beach with my best friend, Andrew Thayer. We just grew up together. We've been best friends forever. He was the best man at his wedding. And you know, he was just always taller than me. He was always faster than me. Than me, he was, you know, just always like this great athlete, and so you know, but we were very competitive, so we're just like let's let's race. And I remember his mother decided to be like, you know, Anya Marcus said go. She was going to be the person that said it, and she did. And we raced, and Andy beat me fairly easily. Like he didn't destroy me, but he beat me, and I'll never forget. Like I was kind of down. I'm like, oh man, he's so much faster than me. But I'll never forget this. And Debbie has no clue that she she had this impact on this. But she looked at me. She's like, wow, John, you're actually really fast. And I was like, whoa, like she just called me fast. Like I thought that I was just slow because I wasn't as fast as Andy so I thought that made me slow but no like she still thought that I was fast and I now like took on that confidence of being fast and then what did I do I started being excited about that I started like literally training on my own I'd go out and I would do sprints and I would like work on my exercise and I was you know I was 7 9 12 11, 13 years old and I literally by the time I was in high school I was the fastest kid in my high school I was the anchor on the 4 by 100 on the basketball court I was like a speed demon terror And I'm telling you, like, I truly believe that would not have evolved if I hadn't literally gotten a glimpse from Debbie that, hey, you actually are fast. And I, accepted that. I absorbed that. And then what did I do? I made myself faster because it it excited me. I'm like, well, she thinks I'm fast. Let me be faster and let me do this and that. So just like like one word, like one, you know, vote of confidence in somebody can make them great. Like, you know, I have a friend that I'm like, Hey, you really are very like, you know, you're really good at Facebook ads. Like you should do this. And then, you know, he's been able to step into that and own that. And because of that, he's now working so much harder and he's actually becoming that great Facebook ad person that he maybe never thought he could be. Just like another random example. So that's just what I kind of wanted to break down. And before I go into kind of my story about confidence, I want to talk about, Kate, before uh, we have a little break here, what do you want to kind of wrap up with on this whole part that we're talking with your journey with Entrepreneurs on Fire and anything about confidence?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's such a beautiful example. And it's why I say all the time. Um, you know express gratitude for the support that i have in my life because i know that it has made such a huge difference and i know we'll get into this a little bit later in our chat but you know it's it's kind of like one of those things where if you just take that one single action to prove to yourself that you can get to the next step you create this beautiful momentum and almost a snowball effect of building on what is maybe just a tiny bit of confidence in the beginning but as you continue taking those steps and literally showing yourself that, you know, I'm sure you and Andy raced at one point and you did beat him. I mean, you were the fastest in your high school, but it didn't start off with just you and Andy racing one day. And then like a couple weeks later, you racing and magically beating him. Like you built up that confidence by practicing, by working hard, by proving to yourself that, oh, wow, I actually can be fast. And so, you know, it's not about feeling like you have to make this huge unattainable leap into suddenly being so confident and, and believing in yourself and, and all of this stuff. You know, it's those small steps that help you get there.
0: So Fire Nation, I really hope you're kind of taking in this process that none of this is going to happen overnight. And honestly, confidence is not something that you have at the start of most journeys. It's something that grows as you put in the reps. Was I a confident podcast host when I started? I was nervous as anybody. I was shaking. I was holding a piece of paper. You could hear it crackling in the background as I was, whatever I could say next was right in front of me. And, you know, I'd stumble over words and I would just freak out. I mean, there was so many times where my confidence was so lacking at the beginning of my journey and still when I'm about to interview Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield or whoever it might be like I can absolutely lose my confidence now to kind of check myself and be like hey man like listen let's overcome these limiting beliefs because you're a good podcaster let's relax Let's do this. And I kind of go back in my story right now. You know, as an army officer, I came in 22 years old. You know, I'm an officer in the U.S. Army, and I had a platoon of men. I wasn't confident that I could lead these men. They had been working in their business for years. They've been doing what they've been doing for years as privates, as corporals, as sergeants, and so on. And they had all the experience and all the knowledge, but I had to come in and quote unquote be in charge. I didn't have confidence there, but I grew confidence as I, you know, learned the task and learned the job and was on the job training, we called it in the army, because it was putting in those reps. When I showed up at law school, I looked around and I'm like, you know, these are like some of the smartest people from college decided to go to law school. And like now, I wasn't one of the smartest people in college. I was very average. I actually finished with a 3.04 GPA. My only goal was to get my GPA up to a three. And I was able to sneak by that by the skin of my teeth. And I was just like, I'm a very average college student. And these are like the creme de la creme. And I was not confident. But over time, you know, I was like, "Wow, I can hang with these people, but it took me putting in the reps. Corporate finance, my first day, I'm hearing people next to me talk. You know, they're talking the talk. They're saying dividends, reinvestment and index funds. And I'm like, what the heck are they talking about? They seem so confident. They know what they're talking about. I don't know anything of this, but I learned the language. I learned the lingo. I made things happen. I became confident and I was able to rock it. And again, I just kind of alluded a little bit about my podcasting journey, but of course I wasn't uh, confident when I first started podcasting. I didn't I was confident on what I wanted it to become, and I was confident of the people I wanted to impact and the business I wanted to grow, and I was confident that I wanted Kate to join me, but I wasn't confident of actually getting on a microphone and being able to coherently interview people in a meaningful way. So that's just all being said about Confidence Fire Nation. It's something that we're really passionate about ourselves continuing to build in each other on these new ventures that we're doing. And, you know, actually, we're going we're to take a quick break. We're going to talk about this more at the end, for sure. So stick around till then. But just real quick, I will mention, this is exactly why this is one of the three major things that we're focusing on during our five-day challenge that starts on February 19th, 2020, Think Like an Expert. The first part of it is build more confidence. The second part is attract the best customers. And the third part is about making serious bank, making money, making dollar-dollar bills. So this episode Kate and I are chatting about is all about confidence and about why building confidence is important. And you know, as we're breaking some things down here, we're going to really be diving deep with those individuals who join our challenge on February 19th that Jill and Josh of Screw the 9 to 5 are also running with us think like an expert so visit eofire.com/challenge to secure your spot and uh, join us for those 5 days we're going to have a lot of quality time together but again more on that at the end right now we're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors because you run your own business you have a lot on your plate I get it, but in order to run your business effectively, you need to find the right software, and Capterra makes it easy to do so. Capterra is the free online resource millions use monthly to find the best software solution for their business. What I personally love about Capterra is it simplifies your software search into just a few steps. First, use their free resources and guides to pinpoint the problem and identify the software features you need. Then, filter options to find the right software for your business. Next, compare them side by side, to save your favorites to a shortlist. Finally, choose the one that's best for you. With free in-depth software guides and tools, plus over 1 million reviews from real users, Capterra gives you access to everything you need to know before you buy. Visit capterra.com fire for free today to find the software tools you need for your business. That's capterra.com slash fire. Capterra, capterr dot slash fire. Capterra, Software Selection Simplified. Fire Nation, I've been there. The imposter syndrome strikes again. Who am I to do this? What if it doesn't work? What will people think of me if I fail? The imposter syndrome hits us all, and for me, well, I like to call it my $100,000 mistake. I mean, it's true, Fire Nation. I stalled on the launch of Entrepreneurs on Fire because I was scared. What if no one listens? Who am I to launch a daily interview podcast? A month into my mountain of excuses, my mentor actually said she was going to fire me if I didn't launch, so I launched. And Fire Nation, if I would've launched when I was supposed to, I would have been one month ahead and now that my business generates over $100,000 of net profit every single month, that's a $100,000 mistake. What I needed back then was to feel confident. I needed a mindset shift to be able to ditch my limiting beliefs and just go for it. As you know, luckily I did launch and the result of launching Entrepreneurs on Fire, Freedom. If you're ready to feel confident, attract the best customers and make serious bank, join myself and Kate along with Jill and Josh Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5 for our five day think like an expert challenge the party starts february 19th so claim your spot today at eofire.com slash challenge that's eofire.com slash challenge so kate we are back and i kind of want to dive a little more specifically into limiting beliefs because we all have limiting beliefs i mean you have them i have them everybody listening definitely has limiting beliefs in some areas of their lives it's just part of being a human being But there's some limiting beliefs that we have to overcome if we want to succeed to the level that we can and want to. So what are some of the first steps that you took to overcome some of your early limiting beliefs and start feeling that confidence and just being this massive, successful engine of entrepreneurs on fire?
1: A huge part of that for me was the awareness around it. Like, Even being able to call myself out and say, okay, wait a second, I'm telling myself in my mind, like between my two ears, that maybe I'm not the right person to do this. Who am I to teach this? I don't know enough. What if people don't resonate with this? What are people going to think about me? Like all of those things, being aware that you're doing that is such a massive win. Because when you're aware of it, then you can take steps to overcome it. So in the beginning, it was all about, like I was saying earlier, just taking one action, no matter how small to literally prove to myself that what was going on inside my head was not actually true. I had absolutely zero reason to believe that I didn't know enough, or, you know, who am I to teach this? Or what if people don't resonate with this? I never even put anything out there. So there there's like no possible way that, that any of that could be true. And, I read about the confirmation bias and it like hit me so hard. I'm just like, yes, that I can totally see how I've done that in my life. And the confirmation bias is all about once we set our mind on something, once we are telling ourselves something, once we believe something, we will literally find every piece of evidence to continue to try and prove to ourselves that that thing is true even if there are other facts or other pieces of evidence that we can find to prove otherwise we will ignore them because all we want to do is continue to confirm to ourselves that that's true so by taking just those small actions and proving to yourself that everything going on in your head between those two ears that it's not actually fact If you can do that, then you're going to start to gain that confidence, that momentum, that snowball effect that I was talking about earlier. And one example of this for me is when I first came on the team, like John, I shared with you and you knew this about me anyways, that I really love to write like that's something I'm really passionate about. I felt like there was potential for me to make an impact through my writing. It's something that I had always wanted to do at some point in my life. I mean, before when I was in corporate, you know, it was always someday. Uh, Luckily, this was my opportunity to actually start doing it. And so you had said, look, I want a big part of your role to be just like take over and create our blog. Like however often you want to post, what you feel is best to write about. Like you empowered me first to take responsibility for that, which was very helpful. And when I started it, I started with just one blog post. I mean, yes. And now we have hundreds, but the day one that I started our blog, it was literally one post. And maybe like a week later, I saw a comment come through on that post. And so of course I'm like, Oh my gosh, checking it. Like, <laughs> what did they say? what did they say? And the comment was, this is really eye-opening. Thank you so much for sharing. This It's so helpful. It's exactly what I needed to hear. And every time I got actual proof like that, that literally showed me that all those thoughts I was having about like, I don't know enough, or who am I to teach this, or this isn't going to be valuable for people, that comment that that person left literally disproved that any of that was true. And so I was able to start with those super small actions, right? All I did is put one post out and I started looking for confirmation and, you know, other ways to gain confidence around what I was doing and use that as my small steps to continue taking that next step, that next step, that next step.
0: So looking at your 2020 resume, I mean, it's pretty impressive because you've spoken from a ton of stages. You've been asked to keynote conferences. You've led masterminds in person, virtual. Kind of talk to us about that evolution from you literally being terrified, you know, to even get on stage, which I Also, was back in 2012 for my first talk, you know, to now at least outwardly being supremely confident and in control. What did that look like?
1: It was never like this massive leap. I didn't go from just feeling completely terrified to put myself out there to, you know, suddenly speaking on these stages. It was, Those little stepping stones that continued to help me gain confidence to continue proving to myself that all the limiting beliefs I had around sharing my knowledge and where I was at on my journey and who am I to help make this impact, that those were all just the imposter syndrome trying to hold me back. And so, you know, after the blog, I went from writing on the blog to I started sending out our email newsletters and John, I think you were actually we were we're in our apartment in San Diego, that first one bedroom apartment that we moved into um, after we moved to San Diego from Maine. And we're sitting at our long desk together in our living room.
0: Oh, Lord, that desk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably like so sweaty because it was so hot in there. But No air conditioning. No AC. And I remember pressing send on the very first email newsletter I ever sent out to Fire Nation. And I'm just like, I'm nervous. I I feel like I'm doing it wrong. I I don't know if people are going to open it. I don't know if those who do open it are going to find it helpful. But that was the next evolution. And from the email newsletter, once I sent that out and I realized that I didn't drop over dead or that, you know, we (laughs) didn't lose the business or that people weren't like sending me hate mail and telling me how terrible my email newsletters were, like then it was, okay, how can I... Go to the next step of building a campaign in Infusionsoft and learning how to do that. I didn't know anything about Infusionsoft. I had no clue how to use that software, but I started educating myself. I started watching video tutorials that Infusionsoft literally provides you for free, uh, like as a member of the platform. I started educating myself to learn. And so, you know, I did become in some ways. And today I do consider myself an expert in Infusionsoft because I continue that self-education around it. And then it was from learning Infusionsoft and writing a campaign to publishing my own book. Oh, my gosh. When I went on KDP and uploaded my <laughs> own ebook, my dream sense, as long as I can remember, is to be a published author. And here I was in our apartment in San Diego, publishing my own book. And that confidence, it got me from a book to a podcast. When I launched Kate's Take back in 2014, who talk about like nervousness and what if this fails and who's going to listen and all of those thoughts, they were there. But I did it anyways, because I had built up this confidence of I am able to help people and I am able to make an impact because people are literally reaching out to me and telling me that I am. Then it was a podcast to a webinar. Re- remember when I think you were at a mastermind. And- yeah, I was at
0: Nick Gunsworth's mastermind in Arizona. We were guaranteed the Wi-Fi was going to be great. So we were going to launch webinar on fire, this course that we were really excited about that we ended up running for years and years and years. And the Wi-Fi was terrible and I could not host the webinar. And literally last minute, I had to be like, Kate, you got to take this.
1: I literally fell out of my chair. I was <laughs> like, what? I'm ready to like man the chat and do that. But like, you want me to actually run this webinar? Oh my goodness. It was like the, you know, scariest thing that I could have done at that time. But once I did it, I proved to myself that I could do it. And then... It was from a webinar to getting on stage and speaking in front of people and having people come up to me afterwards and saying, wow, that was really impactful. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. Like you've just affirmed for me that I'm not alone and that, you know, some of the things that I'm thinking or some of the experiences that I've had, like you've had those too. So it's that evolution doesn't look like a massive leap to like you know speaking on stages it looks like stepping stones where you continue to build your confidence through small actions that continue to build on one another and you know it kind of goes back to what i was saying in the beginning it's like i was playing so small in the corporate world and and even playing small when i very first started out as an entrepreneur if we're being honest i i didn't believe in myself and starting to like build up that belief was all about continuing to prove to myself that I could do it. And that requires action.
0: Action, Fire Nation. Be action-oriented. And every single time I hear Kate talk about one of these stories, it literally brings me to like the old days when I would go to these karaoke bars. And I think a lot of people listening, you've been to a karaoke bar, you've been to a place where they've been singing karaoke. and. Always, there's that one person that like their friends are like, oh my god, you should go up there and sing. They're like, no, don't make me sing, don't make me sing. And then like they get like pushed on stage. They are so embarrassed. And then the song starts and they start singing a couple lines and they're really. You know, just kind of awkward about it. They're feeling super nervous. But then, you know, they kind of hit the right chord and they start swaying a little bit. The crowd's into it a little bit. And then like by, you know, stanza three, they're just belting out these lyrics and they're having the time of their lives. And then what happens as soon as the song's over, like they're running to the DJ booth, putting their name down seven more times like you can't get them off stage again. It's it's like that's the reality. Like you're not confident right now because you're not doing that thing. Your confidence is lacking in X, Y, or Z because you haven't done X, Y, or Z and then done X, Y, or Z and then done X, Y, or Z is putting in those reps. Like it took me 10, 50, hundreds of episodes, you know, before I felt super, super confident. Like after 10, I felt, you know, a lot better. After 50, like a lot, a lot better. After 100, I'm like, I got this. And I've continued to be able to upgrade my confidence in these things that I do by putting in the reps, by putting in the time. And Kate, what I want to end now with is the call to action for everybody here today about our five-day challenge. Now, we're not going to go into super depth about it because they can go to eofire.com slash challenge, see a hysterical video that that Jill and I put together. Um, It's so great you go to watch it. It has all the details about the challenge over at eofire.com slash challenge. Real quick, I'll give my quick sum up. Kate, add a few things to it, and then we're going to say goodbye. But Fire Nation, this, this challenge is Kate and I stepping out of our comfort zone because we've never run a challenge before. We've never done this. We're teaming up with Jill and Josh. We never teamed up with people in this manner before. But we're going all out for these five days. We are going to so over deliver. You're going to have access to myself, to Kate, to Jill, to Josh every day for these five days starting on February 19th. And again, we're going to talk about the three major tenets of building more confidence, you becoming more confident. And then when you're more confident, now we attract the right customers for your business. And then, of course, the last step is we're going to talk about making serious bank. Dollar, dollar bills, revenue up the wizzoo So Fire Nation, this is my call to action. Check out eofire.com slash challenge. All the details are there. Kate, what are you excited about during this challenge?
1: I'm so excited for the challenge because I know that we're going to help like these, the awareness around those limiting beliefs, helping People who are letting fear hold them back right now from experiencing those, those growth opportunities, the happiness that they want to see in their life, learning new things. Like if you continue letting that fear hold you back, you're going to stay stuck. What got you here won't get you there. And if you continue doing what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. It is time to make a change. And I'm so excited for this challenge because I'm I'm so passionate about sharing this because I know that where I was 10 years ago, like, and where I am right now, if I can do it, then you can do it too. And the perfect place to start is joining us in this challenge. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to bust through those limiting beliefs. And I'm so excited to be a part of it.
0: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with KLE and JLD. So keep up that heat and head over to slash challenge to learn more about this challenge. And Kate, thank you for dropping these value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on The flip side. Bye,
1: Fire Nation.
0: Cut to the chase with Capterra, the website millions of people use monthly to find the right software for their business. Just visit com slash fire. That's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash fire. Fire Nation, are you ready to think like an expert? We are hosting our first ever challenge to help you feel confident, attract the best customers, and make serious bank. And the party starts on February 19th. Fire Nation, we're going to blow your mind. So make sure to claim your spot today at eofire.com slash challenge. That's eofire.com slash challenge.